Welcome to a new emergency episode of Who Day Talk, and I think you guys should know what we're going to be talking about here. We're going to be obviously talking about the extensions of Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap. Obviously, big news that broke out a couple of days ago. We're sorry we're a little late to uploading this podcast, but we're here now, so let's get right into it. What do you think about the Atkins contract? Uh, the Atkins contract, I think that was a steal just because in a few weeks, Aaron Donald is going to get $22 million a year, and it might even happen earlier than two weeks, but, I mean, if if the Donald contract, the Donald extension happened before we got a chance to re-sign Atkins, we'd be paying a lot more than what we're paying now. So I think $16.3 million a year for Geno Atkins is a steal, plus only seventeen point three guaranteed, so... Yeah, Yeah, I really like this deal, and for another reason I like this is obviously that one of the big headlines when he got the contract was he's making $25 million next year, which I really like because they're kind of getting that big hit cap out of the way early, so that way in a couple of years when it's time to re-sign Green, they're going to have more cap room. I thought the Bengals... Well, not so fast. The cap for, the cap hit for 2019 is only... I like it. You could argue he got paid a little more, but that's just, if you ask me, that's how the NFL works. Players always getting paid a lot of money, especially those big-name players, which Dunlap is. And, you know, even if we did overpay, I'm fine with it. As you said, he's a huge part to this defense and defensive line. I mean, it's good now. Just when in a couple years when Willis and Lawson and Hubbard keep developing, it's going to be an insane group, and we want to keep that group together. So I like the contract. Yeah, it's going to be insane this year, too. Not in the future years, it's going to be even worse. Uh, it's going to be great. Um, another thing to think about is we still have $33 million in cap left in 2019. So, personally, I think, I mean, we know the Bengals are not going to go out and sign an impact free agent. But if I was the GM, I'd go out and uh, snap. Go out and sign an impact linebacker who can cover, who has instincts, who's an all around guy, or. I would go out and sign an impact offensive tackle. I agree. And in the draft, I would draft the position I didn't sign. And I'd save everything else for the extensions for A.J. Green and William Jackson. Yeah, I agree. I think if the Bengals in the future want to be a more successful team, they're going to have to start using free agent 
free agency a little more. They use it this year a little more than in the past, which is a good step forward. But at this point, the Bengals do need to, like you said, get a linebacker because that's something they really haven't been able to do. Like Preston Brown, he's a good tackler, but he's not that all-around linebacker. I also really like getting an experienced offensive tackle because we need a right tackle really badly. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to watch, but realistically, they're probably gonna save twenty million of that um, because you have to think they have thirty three million left, sure, but eight or nine million of that's gonna go to draft picks because I mean, right now we have like five, six, nine picks, so there's gonna be a lot, there's gonna be more money allocated to draft picks than usual. So that brings us down from thirty three to like twenty four, twenty five. Um, and then after that, they like to set that aside a certain amount of money for um, like injuries. So that's probably going to be another five. So that brings us down to 20. And then they also like to roll over a lot of money. And so, I mean, after, the, after all of that, it's not, there's not a lot of money left. So we'll see if they've changed their ways. But as of now, I wouldn't expect that. So do you think with them doing this, this means no shot at re-signing Denard or Eifert? Um, I think Eifert is – I said this last year, too, so I could be wrong. But unless Eifert plays in more than 12 games a year and has similar numbers to 2015, I don't see them resigning him. I think if he plays less than 12 games, Croft is going to get enough time to warrant an extension for him. And I just don't think they're going to be able to extend both Croft and Eifert or both Uzama. And um, so I don't, I don't think Eifert comes into this as much as also because Eifert's not getting an extension before the season starts. So they might want to re-sign him after the season. He's on a one-year deal, but he's definitely not getting an extension before the season starts because they just they just re-signed him to a one-year deal. So if they wanted to extend him, they would have done it then. But um, back on Denard, I if I think they want to sign Denard. I think they do. They value their cornerbacks. At the same time, I don't think Denard wants to sign an extension just because he's going to bet on himself. He thinks he can play outside somewhere. And if other teams think he can play outside somewhere, he's going to cash in. And the Bengals can't afford to give him too much. I, I think the max they could afford to give him is $10 million a year. And I think he could easily get 12, 13, 14 somewhere else. Um, and I don't even think if Payne, I don't think Payne in that is the right move for us because. If we pay Denard $13 million a year, then we have $25 million a year allocated to two cornerbacks, and that's not even counting William Jackson. He's going to need an extension in a year or two. So then we're going to be like, oh, well, we have Denard and Dre, great, but we don't have, we can't re-sign our best guy. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And something about Dre, I know the Bengals honestly won't do it this year, but do you think he's Dre- out. What? He has an out in his contract. Yeah, I was gonna say. You think in a couple years, if Dre, or maybe even next year, if Dre's still not doing all that well, they maybe resign Denard. They want William Jackson. They get rid of Kirk. Uh, I'll pull up the uh, his contract right now. But Dre Kirkpatrick contract. Uh, I believe he has an out after twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. All right. I'm looking it up right now. I was thinking about this the other day. He signed a five-year, $52.5 million deal. He does have an out after this year, 
there'd be $8.8 million in dead cap. I don't think that's realistic. Mm-mm. I don't see the Bengals doing that. But after the 2019 season, it becomes $2.8 million. Ooh. So no, actually, no, after the 2017 season, it became 8.8. After 2018, it became 4.2. After 2019, it becomes 2.8. Hmm. So I, after this season especially, it gets a lot easier to cut him. So I I don't think they do that just because they like Dre a lot. I don't think they would have given him an extension that big if they wanted to get rid of him after three years. But it's possible. I mean, I guess if they needed the money for William Jackson, they could. But they've done so much with cutting people. They've cut people on their smaller deals right now. So they can... That doesn't look as bad as cutting guys on huge contracts. Because if they start cutting guys on huge contracts, then that's really going to start putting some distrust in the players that are on the team already and players that are coming in on free, from free agency just because they can't give that guaranteed money that other teams can give. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be really interesting to see where that goes. I personally don't see them cutting Dre. Because basically, you said they like, them, they like him a lot and... Do you think there could be any surprise cuts before this year goes? I was thinking Johnson could get cut, but now I'm thinking since we got them signed, they probably won't cut him this year. I Johnson's not getting cut this year just because they just cut um they just cut Chris Baker. So it doesn't really make sense for them to cut him just unless they like someone like Josh Poe or if they want to re-sign Javon Roland Jones. I don't, I don't see them cutting them just because they're not going to go into the season with eight D linemen, no matter how good that depth is. Um, and back on Dre, I don't see them cutting him unless it's the last year of the deal, because then they can kind of justify it to players and agents that are either coming in from free agency or already on the team that are looking for extensions. Yeah. And so right now, yeah, hopefully William Jackson in a couple years when that time's up gets that contract, but. I'm glad he brought the Denard in because if the Bengals do would pay Denard, then they're putting a lot of money in that secondary if they want to re-sign William Jackson too. Almost right. like just That's too Jesse much. Bates. In four years, Jesse Bates is going to well. If Jesse if Jesse Bates falls out in three years, he's going to be due for an extension. So I mean, you're already allocating a lot of money to the secondary. I don't know if you can afford to give Denard that money. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, with that, next week, preseason week four, um, we're going to come out with another episode, obviously. And we'll see you guys then. Yep. Thank you guys for listening. You can you can listen anywhere. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. So, see you guys next week. Good day.